Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live with the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. A quick reminder before we get into today's uh, wrestling news and Raw review. Uh, over there at Friendo Club Wrestling, the channel we do that isn't yes. a podcast. Yes. Uh, it's all the short-form YouTubeable stuff. Yes. Uh, today, just this morning, we uploaded the questions that y'all left us yesterday, uh, including, has CM Punk ruined his legacy? Ooh. And hmm? when ah. should have Vince McMahon stepped down? Ah. Yeah. A couple good answers there. Uh, Two so great about, questions, I don't know. too. Oh, great questions. About 15 minutes of answers. And then uh, the day before that, this past weekend, we uploaded, of course, Larson and, and myself on this road to purchasing a wrestling company. Hopefully. Friendo, the Friendo Road uh, to purchasing a wrestling company. We're trying to, but Joe DeSole is in the way. Oof. What mm. a weasel. What a mm. weasel that guy is. I was very upset with him on uh, uh, last Saturday. I could oh, tell, wow. man. I could tell. I was, man, it was one of those things I felt helpless Watching the video, watching the footage, knowing what you went through, and I couldn't, I couldn't be there to, you know, uh, to have your back, to have, I guess, my own proxy is what's necessary with Joe. Yeah, like, like I said, though, I think even if you you were there, he would have found some way to get out of it. He would have wiggled out of it. 
Yeah. Uh, but you can check out what happened. What happened at Action Coast Wrestling as we're trying to buy this damn company from Joe DeSole. He's not making it easy. No. For us. Crazy Joe DeSole. <laughs> That's who he is. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, check that out over at Friendo Club Wrestling. Uh, just go to YouTube and put in Friendo Club TV, I think it is. Yeah, that should um, be the first thing that pops up. Yeah, so check that out. And uh, on today's episode, like I said, we're going to be talking about WWE Raw. Man, what a fun episode last night. Didn't think I'd be saying that when uh, the year 2022 kicked off. Yeah. Uh, but here we are, man. Uh, and, of course, the uh, WWE return, the main roster uh, uh, debut of John. 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 Gargano. John. John. All right. All right. It's out of the system. John. Oh, that won't be the last time. Uh, we got some backstage details on what led John to come back to WWE. So, you know, once Triple H assumed control of WWE creative, that was pretty likely. I wouldn't say oh, yeah. a shoe win. I wouldn't say 100%. Oh, but pretty darn likely. I'd have said a thousand percent, man. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. That Johnny Gargano would eventually return to WWE. We just didn't know when. Well, it turns out last night's Raw was the win. And Fightful Select has some details on Gargano coming back to WWE. Fightful is reporting that WWE went to great lengths to keep Gargano's return top secret. His name didn't appear on any of the show's rundowns. And most found out about Gargano's return a few minutes before it happened. When he was walking around backstage, PW Insider adds that quote. The talk after the show was that Gargano was flown in by WB on their corporate jet into Canada so that he wouldn't be spotted by fans. Mm. Uh, PW Insider also notes that, quote, there were also a lot of people inside the company who noted that Gargano was brought back and didn't have a name change. Mm -hmm. Signed, the old Vince McMahon edict that real names and previous independent wrestling uh, ring names were forbidden is gone. 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 Uh, one last detail here from Fightful. They also add that uh, they hadn't heard of, quote, advanced negotiations between AEW and Gargano, though there were several within AEW that were, quote, pushing for him. Oh, man, any company be lucky to have Gargano. Oh, heck know? yeah. And, uh, you know, lucky for uh, fans of Dab E uh, that want to see Gargano mix it up with, as we saw last night, Theory, people mm -hmm. he's got history with on mm -hmm. TV. Champa, of course, on a, on a hell of a run with The Miz right now. Um, and a, a, just a batch of fresh matchups. Um, lucky for us, uh, uh, he, you know, he landed back into lucky for us. Vince McMahon stepped down and, uh, triple H is bringing in all his favorites. He's referencing what has happened during, uh, his time, uh, with the pencil over there yep. at, uh, at NXT. And, uh, and it's pretty great. I mean, I, I, I'm kind I'm not surprised obviously that he had proponents in AEW as well, because any wrestling company would be. Um, like, yeah, this was like, you and I, you and I both love impact and what oh, they're absolutely. doing right now. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. It did kind of make me chuckle though. Whenever, cause this is, this always pops up whenever somebody shows up in another company yeah. and they're a big enough name. There's always the caveat. There's always thing in there. Impact was never a serious consideration. Yeah. I saw that too. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of dream matches there for John. That's true. Impact. But, imagine uh, John versus Mike Bailey. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. You know, John, uh, John versus Chris Bay. John versus Trey uh, Miguel, Josh Alexander. Oh my God, Taurus. He might have had matches with some of these people yeah, before he NXT. Did. He probably did. It's entirely possible. It's entirely uh, possible. But uh, but yeah, no, that that's all very interesting. So, and you know, we got this question the other day here on the show. I forget mm -hmm. who asked it. One of the friendos asked it. You know, um, they said basically, 
are the days of surprises over? And you know what? It goes to show that if a company really, really wants to make something a surprise, just like with CM Punk's return a couple weeks ago, um, they were able to hide that. They were able to Mm -hmm. make sure that was a proper surprise. Just like Gargano last night, they went through the lengths yep. to make sure he wasn't on that rundown that Fightful Select always seems to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they brought him in via private jet, maybe gave him a ski mask. Could be. Uh, well, perhaps. For sure a hoodie. They always have people with the hoodies on. A hoodie. When they're and going, maybe walking he around was backstage. Wearing, maybe he had on, you know what I really want to get? One of those LED masks. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. maybe... Like he he put like uh, the Miz's face on it, like it was like a, a oh, PNG of maybe, the Miz's face. Maybe maybe he uh, was disguised as early morning. Uh, what's his name? Um, early morning uh, d- d- George Steele. Yes, early morning George Steele. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Wow, George Steele has come <laughs> yeah, to WWE." The, late, the latex mask. Yeah, off. took the latex yeah. mask off, revealed that John yeah. Gargano not early morning George Steele. Yeah, he was Drive Man from Drive. Yeah, it's not George um, Steele, is it? What is it? You know, what is it? It's not Something George Steele. Steel. Something Steele. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, look, if they want Guy to Steel. make... Guy Guy. Yeah, it's much better. That's much like better. Like George Steele. That's George the Animal Steel. <laughs> well, this is wrestling. Um, so, yeah, if it, look, if you want a surprise, if you want to make a surprise, you can get there. You just have to put a little bit of effort into it. Yep. Yep. You know. Exactly. Um, exactly. Also, shout out to Macho T, our friend, uh, who was the last... Twitch channel rated by Johnny Gargano before his WWE oh, wow. return. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah. A little bit of trivia there. We've been rated by uh, Johnny Wrestling before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, let's talk about this. Bruce Pritchard uh, came back to something to wrestle after a hiatus, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a lot to talk about. He usually does not talk about current day no. WWE, what's going on no. for obvious reasons. But now that Vince McMahon's gone, apparently he can say as much as he wants. This is great. I mean, look, Triple H is Triple H is letting people stay on Twitch. I know. Um, and, Imagine and that so, someone taking over it, 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 it for Vince and like being with the times, not being out of touch. Understanding thing. that Twitch helps build these brands for these wrestlers, and therefore builds brands for WWE. So here's the thing, though. Oh, man, Dan just rated Speaking us. Nerd Cube just rated us. What's up, Dan? Thank you so Hi, much. We're talking, about, we're talking about the Triple H era and how people are allowed to say stuff now. Um, so Bruce Pritchard, now apparently, because here's the thing. I wonder if we're going to get, um, if he's going to be spilling some beans on, that would be cool. you know, on maybe not stuff. what happened two months ago, but maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know without maybe disparaging Vince McMahon. But uh, but he said this. He had this to say about uh, his time recently in WWE. He says, let's call it exciting. It's exciting times. It's a time in life to which people take... He gets really philosophical here. He, he says, people take life for granted sometimes and take things happening around you for granted, and it's all how you look at life. You can either love life, live life, or you can hate life and just exist. He says, I choose to... He says, there were times in my life when I chose the latter to hate life and just exist. But I choose the former. I'd rather live life and enjoy it because life is a journey, not a destination. Um, he said this about uh, his involvement in NXT because back when NXT 2.0 started, there were some rumors that kicked up that it was him and Shawn Michaels writing the show. Mm-hmm. And he said, I do have to say because it's something people even internally have come to me with and made comments about that I was writing NXT. I never said a word. You know what else I never did? I never wrote one NXT in the show in the history of my existence. 
I'm a fan of NXT. I love NXT. Shawn Michaels recently came out and talked about how it's been me. It's been me since day one. Shawn has done a tre- uh, me meaning Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not Bruce. Shawn has Shawn has done a tremendous job of grabbing NXT by the horns and doing what he's done. I love Shawn Michaels to death. The fact that Shawn finally came out and said, "What are you guys talking about?" to those pundits out there, the dirt sheet writers who reported as fact, not hey, rumors are no, they reported as fact that I had been involved in NXT. The fact of the matter is, they're 100% just fabricated lies. From where? I don't know. Now that they've heard it from two different sources who are actually there and would actually know, they should probably consider their sources or just stop making things up. I just found it so funny when, in an interview with so many different things going on, Sean said, I'm going to comment on that just because so many people were dying on that soapbox and wanted to have my head. Those that wanted my head are going to want my head. Have at it. I love what I do. I love where I'm at, what I'm doing uh, with whom I do it with. Get over it. It's not all about what you think you perceive. Reality is reality and perception can be reality too. But when your reality is based on the perception, they have no idea uh, of what you have no idea about. It's just wrong. He loves, he loves one thing about something to wrestle, especially like since he came back to WWE, he's a lot grumpier because he's a lot yeah. more tired. Yeah. And so he just, anytime, any hint of a mention of Dave Meltzer, ooh, oh, he goes off. He goes ooh. off. Bruce doesn't like that. He goes off. Well, I mean, now, uh, you know, Triple H recently after taking over talked about the importance of sleep uh, in an interview. So maybe. I love sleep. I love sleep, too. Seems like uh, Triple H, he, he appreciates sleep as well. And hopefully that, uh, that that's going to be to the benefit of everybody who works at WB mm-hmm. Creative because, you know, the word going around for the longest time was you get a call at 2 in the morning to go over a creative pitch with, with old Vince. Yeah. Hopefully those days are gone. And, well, uh, you know, yeah. you go to bed at 11 in the evening, you can get a good night's sleep, get up at 7 or 8, head into the office. You know? You know, I know Pritchard is like the executive director of Raw and SmackDown. I don't know if he has any other titles, but it really did seem like, and this sort of speaks to the culture there at WWE, you know what we always, it's like Vince knew like three guys. It was yeah. like Bruce, John Laurinaitis, and Kevin Dunn. And so regardless of what Pritchard's actual job title was or what his duties were, you know he was doing a lot oh, yeah. more than that. Oh, yeah. When you have to be the guy who's basically interpreting for Vince McMahon, um, being the liaison, being the guy who's like the middle guy between that, that seems like it's a whole other task unto itself. Yeah. And so you got to figure that, you know, with things having changed the way they have, like you said, Triple H, understanding the benefits of sleep it probably means that people are going to have their roles and they're going to be defined and they're going to stick to those roles, yep. you know, and, and yep. he's not going to be required to be, to, to live the WWE life 24 hours a day, seven mm-hmm. days a week, mm-hmm. like they did under Vince. I suspect that even though it's probably still going to be a fast paced, oh, hectic uh, environment, you know, to, to quote, uh, you know, uh, the, the indeed uh, job ads, you know, who wants to work in a fast paced environment? I, yeah. I want to work in a really slow paced environment. Yeah, honestly, I do. I want the, the, the data to seem like it. it, it it's, my work day is not eight hours, but in fact, 18 hours. <laughs> right, That's exactly. the kind of job I want. Well, I want I want a job where I can just sort of, you know, I mean, the great thing about this job is that I can just sit here. I talk to my best friend for an hour and then I just go kick off and do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. great. 
Wednesday mornings, we work by playing basketball. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, man. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, so anyways, let's talk about Raw last night, man. Yeah. Uh, we had the return of Johnny Gargano. We had that. We had a fantastic main event between Edge and Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. Uh, we got some movement in this Dexter Loomis story. Um, Kidnapped a guy, yeah. Yeah, as far as who he is actually targeting. Mm, targeted. Or at least we think who he's actually targeting. Mm. Um, yeah, all told, it was it was, a, it was a, a solid episode of Raw. Again, you put the focus on the wrestlers and what they could do in ring and let them put on good matches, and the show benefits from it. Yeah, I thought the uh, I think the matches these days are just stellar. I noticed one thing, and, and somebody on Twitter pointed this out as well. And I don't know if I still have it up on my little Twitter app here. I had it, and I think I lost it. But somebody on Twitter, I'll try to find whoever mentioned this. But it's a, it's a small thing. But like when I realized that you know, two of the, two two of the best wrestlers over the past five years in WWE, Oscar and Io Shirai, Io Sky. Mm-hmm. Got in the ring together. Hardly enter interaction. Any interaction. Yeah, yeah. They circled each other. EO tagged out. Oscar was calling her out as a chicken. And I wonder if they're saving that for a feud down oh, the I road would think before so. they really get to lock up. And that's I would exciting think so. stuff. I would think so. Yeah, because they they did kind of circle each other a couple times, and then EO ultimately end up rolling up Oscar to get the win. But it was a distraction finish. So, um, so yeah, I, I I would imagine that's probably the deal is that they're gonna set up a feud between the two of them, and that's gonna be awesome. Well, that's great because, like, there's so many, like, nowadays, there's so many little things that you can pick out of all this stuff and and say, oh, are these actual seeds being planted? Mm-hmm. Because in the old way of doing things, WWE just didn't do that. Nah. You would have to you'd have to sort of piece it together yourself. Like either the, you could tell the wrestlers are maybe setting it up or just by virtue of like, you know, the wrestlers wrestling so much, eventually certain patterns are going to evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can look back in history and be like, oh, look at this story they've been telling where, in fact, these days it feels like, hey, they're actually planting some seeds for some real stories going forward. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we had Trish Stratus make a return. Uh, to WB, I think it's the first time she's been back since her SummerSlam match against Charlotte a couple years back. Charlotte, I I believe so. Yeah, I think. You um, know, man. Yeah, so, go ahead. Again, man. planting seeds for something down the line. I don't know if Trish is planning to have another match, but it seems Jeez. like the planting seeds for her to have a match against Bailey. That shit's happening. That that shit is so happening. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's great. And dude, I. One thing that's going to be very interesting. I know Mickey James recently said that she's probably had her last mm-hmm. match. Um, I I suspect that somebody will be able to to get Mickey James back in the ring, but I do kind of wonder with Trish coming back, with Lita having wrestled a match relatively recently. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this would be on the plan, but the way Triple H seems to have his focus on women's wrestling um, as a vital part of their programming. Yes. It wouldn't shock me to see him treat veterans of the women's division perhaps the same way traditionally the men have been treated as well. Meaning yeah. Trish Stratus, 
you get what's the one trope in wrestling that we always point at? The older, the older you, you, you get, get, you get stronger. Yep, you get stronger. And I would love to see him bring back maybe for like a Ronda Rousey type contract, Trish Stratus, Lita, Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that kind of stuff could be very exciting and just be beneficial for the company in 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 total because yeah. you're bringing back those names that are so loved from the past that mm-hmm. still have a lot to offer mm-hmm. it's just Vince was in charge so you know his goal basically was to humiliate them and now they might get treated with the way they should be treated um the same way as the guys and you've got that name recognition coming back you got some you know veterans now yeah. you know uh, uh with with mixing it up with the with the younger kids I mean, that kind of stuff could totally happen. Mm-hmm. He's bringing Kurt Angle, but I don't expect Kurt Angle to wrestle, but he's no. bringing Kurt Angle next week. Mm-hmm. Again, using the legends from the past, it's going to be interesting just to see if there's going to be a major difference between how he, how Vince treated the legends, which generally was dog shit, yeah. and now Triple H treating the legends. Which hopefully, will not dog shit. Treat him well. Not dog shit. Not dog shit. Treat him Good. well. Good. Treat well, him on the yeah. level that, that, that Vince was treating Goldberg, yeah. Undertaker, Brock, yeah. et cetera, right. et cetera. Yeah. Um, you want to jump into it? Yeah, let's hop let's right in. There's a lot it. to get through. Yeah, yeah the, the show opened up. Triple H loves his pull-aparts. We know that. He loves his pull-apart brawls. Oh, he loves brawls. brawls. I think it's the second brawls. time in, what, five weeks or something like that since he's taken over on Raw. We, the show's opened with a pull-apart. So yeah. uh, we go backstage, gorilla position. Riddle, Seth, they're mid-brawl already. Producers are in trying to break it up. Brawl spills out to the arena. They go up into the crowd, up to the stands, and make their way back ringside. Eventually, Riddle jumps off the barricade, takes out Seth and a bunch of producers. And it's the same, you know, it's the same wrestling trope. Wrestlers, or sorry, producers and refs break them apart. One of them gets free, attacks the other person. It kind of just goes back and forth. But eventually, they, they separate them and they take them opposite sides of the stage to get yeah. them out of the arena. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had our Trish Stratus promo. Uh, you know, huge reaction, obviously, there in Toronto for mm-hmm. Trish. She says, it feels so good to be home. Not just talking about Toronto. She says, I'm talking about in this ring between these ropes. She says, the ring will never not feel like home. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. And then she's interrupted by Bailey. Whoa, hold on a second, Trish. I want to know what you're thinking about. Yeah. You're thinking that Triple H is back? You're look, thinking of return? Is that what you're thinking? What are you thinking? No. Bailey... Da- I guess Damage Control is the name of the group, but I don't think they have they officially called themselves that. I don't believe they've officially said that. I don't think so. Anyways, Bailey, EO, and Dakota come out. They come to the ring. Raw rolls on. What do they want? We find out. Back from commercial. I just want some fries. <laughs> Bailey and EO, they're like, hey, you know, or Bailey and EO say, hey, we're big fans. Bailey says, you know, uh, uh, what are you doing here? And Trish says, there's a match happening later. I'm here to support Edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I was interrupted, I had something to say. And Dakota Kai says, we don't care what you have to say. EO says, I don't like you. Bailey says, none of us like you. You're t- we're tired of Trish riding our coattails because this is our ring. You're the past. We're the now. Who do you think you are? That brings out Bianca Belair. Yeah. She comes to the ring and says, Bailey, you're not even the same stratosphere. Get it? Yeah, because of the stratosphere. Stratus, yeah. Uh, she, she says, Trish walked so that we could all run. So what Bailey should be doing is thanking Trish. Because there'd be no Bailey without Trish Stratus, but uh, she'll tell Bailey who Trish who Trish is. Trish is a trailblazer, a legend. And this is her city, so stop being disrespectful. Says I, I don't even need to defend Trish because she can do it herself. And so Trish says, 
you know how quick they can go from I am retired to I was retired. Ah. If you don't stop running your mouth, Bailey. And so and while she's saying that, she's taking off her jacket. Bailey takes off her jacket and says, I knew you were a little stupid, Trish, but the, there's three of us and only two of you. And Trish goes, oh, okay, there's myself, Bianca, that makes two. And then uh, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, walk down the ramp. And Trish says, the future tag team champs, that makes four. And then Bailey says, Trish, it's lucky that I'm feeling generous tonight. Uh, I'm going to let you slide, but we'll see Bliss and Asuka at Clash of the Castle. And Trish mm-hmm. says, that's if you make it to Cardiff, so good luck. You're going to need it. And then the uh, first match of the night, uh, semifinal bout. In the Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament, Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Dakota Kai, EO Sky. They gave this match a ton of time. I think mm-hmm. between the opening segment and this, it was like a half hour. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I think it was like, yeah, it was like 40 minutes or something. Yeah, it was super um, long. It was great. Yeah, it, it was long. It was awesome. Um, like I had mentioned earlier on, Early in this match, you have Asuka and Io circling each other. <laughs> and I'm just ringing, oh, my God, this is so cool. We're going to get them. Nope, didn't give it to us. They're waiting on that. Uh, like you said, Io got the win on the roll-up for Asuka here because Asuka didn't realize that Dakota Kai was, in fact, not the legal person. She mm-hmm. tapped her out, but it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Asuka thinks she wins, uh, she wins after Kai taps out. Io rolls up Asuka. But earlier in the match, they're circling each other, and Io's like, nope, not going there, tags in Dakota Kai. And uh, and Oscar starts giving her the old you know the the chicken routine there. It was good stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, after that, we had a Dolph Ziggler interview. He says, "Been a long time." Sorry, he says, "I've been doing this for a long team time." And last week, Theory was a better man, but I was just trying to help him. So Finn steps in, and he says, "Oh, I've heard the respect the locker room veterans spiel before. You make me sick. You're the same as Edge and Ray." They attach themselves to younger superstars to keep themselves relevant, but they try to disguise it by saying they'll teach the kids something. But Dolph can't teach me nothing. So then Dolph says, oh, yeah? Well, here's something I can teach you, and he punches him. Finn lands right in his ass. And so Dolph's music starts playing. He walks to the curtain and peeks his head back through and goes, hey, you just going to sit there like a little bitch? Are you going to come to the ring? Yeah. And then he leaves. He does end up going to the ring. They have a match. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. So now the Judgment Day have uh, their own individualized themes that are darker, ominous versions of their previous themes, which is kind of an interesting thing. And Finn, like, teases the whole, you know, doing the big thing, and then he doesn't do it. Well, it still begins with the, oh. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, you know, it, it, it kind of is what it is. We talked about it during the pre-show a little bit. I get it. I get it. But like, even if you're a bad guy, I still want a theme song that like geeks me out, you know? That, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah. And referencing your, your face theme doesn't necessarily do that. Well, in a way that's so like doom, you know, it's like doom and gloom. It's yeah. Just, I get it. I get it. I know what they're doing. But like I don't you know, know what they should have done with Finn's theme is just slowed it down by twenty five percent and then ran it backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they should have yeah. done. <laughs> Probably be even worse to be honest. With you. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, this is a fun enough match. Um, at one point, I thought the finish was kind of funny because uh, Finn uh, kicks out of a zigzag. Finn, Finn's almost got it. He misses a, He always misses a coup de gras. At least, uh, once, at least yeah. once in a match. Yeah, so he misses that. Dolph hits a zigzag. 
Finn kicks out. They're doing a lot of there's a lot of fall, a lot more false finishes in matches these days because mm-hmm. Triple H knows that false finishes are great. Um, they so they're on the, the match. They're on the floor. They start throwing hands. Uh, uh, Balor kicks out Dolph's leg. Dolph responds with a headbutt. The ref checks on him. Rhea gets on the apron. And as the ref is checking on Finn, so Rhea gets up on the apron. And it was just, I know Dolph was just getting in position, but it's like he, it was so obvious. I know. He's <laughs> it was the- so obvious. He was like, ah, yeah. ah, okay. Yeah. And so uh, Rhea uh, punches Dolph. And then Finn hits a 1916 and a coup de gras for the win. Yeah, I noticed that too. He set up for that super kick at the same time. Going, yeah, looking off to the side to see if Rhea's in position. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, next, we got a Leah interview. She's pretty much instantly interrupted by Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO. Bailey takes over interview duties here. Uh, asks Aaliyah if she was taking notes during the tag match earlier in the night and says, well, it doesn't matter because you and Raquel aren't going to win the tag titles anyways. By the way, where is Raquel? Um, and then EO says to Leah uh, that she's being really brave or either really brave or really stupid to be on their show all alone. Then Trish steps in, says, who says Aaliyah is all alone? Uh, Ask Bailey when she's returning to action. And then Aaliyah says, hey, I'll prove it to you tonight and I'll face you. And Bailey's like, all right, I'll see you out there. And so they leave. And as they leave, Pierce is walking past them with some security people. And he's got like what looked like it was like a, a picture. picture. Yeah. He's talking about Dexter Loomis. I didn't get a close up look at the picture, but he's like, all right, we got to make sure, you know, but clearly that those two security guards were not enough uh, to counter the kidnapping ass, uh, antics of uh, Dexter. No, Loomis. he's got he's, he's he's quite a planner, that Dexter Loomis. He is. After that, we had an Alpha Academy open challenge. Hey, we have have we seen have we seen the Street Profits? When's the last time we saw the Street Profits? We saw them after that last pay per view, didn't we? Were they on the week after SummerSlam? I think they were. They were on the week after SummerSlam, but I don't think we've seen them since. Okay. Uh, So, anyways, uh, Gable tells the crowd to shoosh because he has an important announcement. He says, for the first time since inception, inception, the Alpha Academy is accepting new students. And he decided to start his search in Canada. He says, but he's regretting it because the only thing he found is toothless ex-hockey players hooked on Tim oh, Hortons. Oh, man, Tim Hortons is good. I've never had Tim Hortons, but I hear good things. Oh, man. And given stuff. that he referenced it, it sounds like it's probably amazing. Um, he says, uh, there's no talent here in Canada. The only guy I keep hearing about is some geek named Austin Matthews. He says the only problem is that Austin is American. He doesn't have the talent to wash Otis's jockstrap. But against his better judgment, I'm holding an open challenge. So Canada, send your best to see if they measure up. 
Kevin Owens comes out with that awesome duct tape shirt. And his old, old Tron challenge. Back. And he's that's right, he's got the old NXT Tron back, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. So, so pe- had, uh, people here in chat mentioned that Seth has taken on Dawkins <laughs> either a week or two weeks ago. Okay. I think I that's when that. Dawkins was shirtless. I think so. Because usually he wrestles with like the singlet top. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. that time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I remember that. It was just odd. Yeah. Uh, then we got Chad Gable versus Kevin Owens. Hell of a match. Hell of a mm-hmm. match. Uh, Gable was dropping Kevin Owens all over the place with German suplexes. Oh that my last God. one looked like it was right in his head. Some of those were so uncomfortable. There was like three of them that I was like, ah, stop doing it. The one on the apron sucked in that last one because it was so high angle. Ooh. I know it was, yeah. Ow. Yeah. It Ow. looked like that's what Kevin Owens was going for, though. I know. Like, the way he was, like, like you know, launching himself up with it, I was like, you're trying to do this, aren't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, th- this, w- this was phenomenal, though. I'm glad Kevin Owens. I know he, he attempted a stunner after he attempted a pop-up powerbomb, but eventually he finished the match. He got the win with a pop-up powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that he's bringing that back. I think that's great Same. as a finish. Um, afterwards, Otis lays out Kevin Owens from behind, charges at him. Kevin Owens sidesteps. Oh, uh, Otis gets posted. Owens rolls out of the ring, looks for an apron powerbomb on Gable, but Otis drops him with a clothesline. Otis gets Kevin Owens back in the ring, but he gets hit with a stunner, and then he powerbombs Gable onto Otis. Yeah, it was good stuff. He had a good little promo, uh, a little backstage thing with uh, Kevin, the interviewer. Uh, I think on Raw Talk, it's on mm-hmm. uh, their social, and it's just funny stuff. But he keeps on talking about, hey, it's been five years. He's back when I first got to WWE. I was NXT champion, three-time U.S. champion, two-time Intercontinental champion, Universal champion. He says, but then it's been five years with nothing. What do you think that first title he's going to get is going to be, man? Because right now, I feel like the field is open for guys who are going to take down Roman Reigns. I really do. Like, And Kevin Owens is quickly getting to the top of that list. Part of me would like to see him and Sammy beat the Usos for the tag titles. That's something that Kevin Owens has said that he wants to do. I think he said mm-hmm. it recently. Yeah, um, it could be. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, I, I, I won't complain if Kevin Owens wins a championship. I won't because he's great. And it, the fact that it's been five years since he's held the title is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's one of the most talented guys on the roster, both in ring, on the mic. He can do it all. Um, you put any title... Here's the thing about Kevin Owens. You put any title on him, he makes that yeah. title feel important. He does. He absolutely and does. And so you, if you're going to put the 24-7 title on somebody and make it feel important, you put it on Kevin Owens. I'm not advocating right. for Kevin Owens win the 24-7 No, I feel title. you, though. Yeah, absolutely. But if you want to make that title feel like it means something, put that belt on mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because even last night when uh, uh, Otis was laying into Kevin Owens, um, was it last? Wait, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was last night. The crowd was chanting for Sammy. Yeah. Kevin Owens, eventually, he turned it around like pretty quickly. But if we get to the point where Sammy is just getting basically jumped out of the bloodline, getting beat to shit, Owens makes a save. That crowd is going to oh, erupt. I know. I know. Erupt. I know. And it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Uh, after that, we had a Judgment Day promo. Uh, Rhea says they run raw and they're going to keep beating people up until they realize it. Just ask Dolph Ziggler. And Finn goes, who? It says uh, He says, Rhea's been beating up Dom so much that he thinks Dom is starting to enjoy it. And he says, look here. And he opens up his jacket. You see, says, I keep Rey Mysterio right here in my pocket. Mm-hmm. He's 6'1 mine. That was terrible. That That's, was bad. It's, it's so bad. That was bad. So Priest says that uh, leaves one legend to deal with. He's talking about Edge. 
Mm-hmm. Says, I know the cheers are going to be crazy tonight. The hero returns to Toronto, but it's going to be Edge's last one because I'm sending Edge back to retirement. All the cheers are going to turn to terrifying scream as Edge meets his judgment day. I like I liked his uh, his uh, delivery on this too. It's it's felt just a lot more natural, felt casual because he was like leaning yeah, on casual, Finn yeah. and Rhea's shoulders. He's doing the he shoulder leans, some shoulder leans. Yeah, he had like a shirt from a gimmick three gimmicks ago on. Yeah, uh, he was just chill. As Edge meets his Judgment Day, it was yeah. it was a little it's like bit, announcer voice. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little announcery too. But I kind of just feel like that's him. Um, anyways, after that, uh, commentary revealed that Gigi Dolan was hurt in that match last week. So Toxic Attraction is out of the tag title tournament. They're going to have a second chance fatal four-way on SmackDown. So it's Sonya, Natalia, Zaya mm-hmm. Lee, and Shotzi. Shotzi, yeah. Uh, it's not it's not Alexa and Oscar. Uh, Nikki not and ASA. Nikki and uh, Dewdrop. Dewdrop. And then there's one other yeah. team. Yeah, duh, it would be, um, I don't know, the other team. Mm-hmm. Who did who did Raquel and Aaliyah beat in the first round? Dana and Tamina, that's who it is. Thank ah, you, Dana. Too. Dana Brooke. That was, that was on the Raw, on the Raw side, and too. And Tamina. Yeah. So then we got Aaliyah versus Bailey. Um, Bailey. Uh, Aaliyah was crying a lot here. Yeah. I, I think it was just because she's in you know she's from Toronto too. That's what yeah, the announcer said. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it was that she said in a backstage thing she was like, yeah, I saw my brother there, and <laughs> like right before that because we're like little her family was there, and uh, and I think it was that, but like right before the bell ring, like she was tears, mm-hmm. <laughs> like she was hella crying. I was like, oh, you know, get it together. Oh, she's gonna throw up again. Remember that time <laughs> she threw? She yeah. Threw up. I was watching. That's an emotion. That's an emotional person, man. It that's is. All right. was, speaking of throw up, this is a complete tangent. I was on my. Once I started watching or going through Instagram and paying attention to basketball videos, I get a lot of basketball videos, and then workout videos started popping up. And uh, like sometimes I'd be watching people's workout. Anyways, this one guy was doing deadlifts, and he threw up all over himself in deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he just puts the bar down and walks away. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's so gross. That's nasty. <laughs> Blah. Throwing up, throwing up is one of those underrated comedy bits, though. You know, it's pretty funny. Like when that dude threw up at the Kings game. <laughs> yeah, I watched God. that so many times. That was so. That was so vile. It was so just disgusting. A faded, just super drunk, oh, dude. Yeah, at, at but courtside, sitting by himself too. Like yeah. this guy just pointed up like two G's for a front row ticket, so he can yeah. go get plastered and throw up all over the I know. court. He's like half passed out, so he throws up all over himself. All over the court doesn't budge. <laughs> doesn't move. That was so <laughs> disgusting. Oh boy! Uh, so uh, uh, Bailey gets the win here. Finish saw uh, uh, Aaliyah lock on a half crab. Uh, Bailey gets out of it by pulling uh, some of Aaliyah's hair. Hits the rose plant to get the win. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, and then uh, showed Aaliyah she was crying again, <laughs> and then she went. Bleh. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, uh, after that, we see Lashley and AJ Styles walking backstage. We're backstage. Now we're best friends. Last week, we were foes, and I was fighting Lashley for that U.S. championship. But then we bonded over our love of trampolines. He's got one in his backyard, too. He loves to do flips. And now we're a tag team. Uh, and then the background. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Somebody was putting yeah, out a fire there was, backstage. There was, there was like something on fire in the background, or at least it was smoking. 
Dexter Loomis is he's a nightmare. This guy's going around creating all sort of havoc here, yeah. Bobby Lashley. What do you yeah. think about that? He's like those he's like those uh, insurance commercials. He's mayhem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! His first words be like. So you can assure yourself against mayhem, like me. Yeah, like me. <laughs> like Dexter Loomis. Uh, his up, I guess. first words, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so then we had Miz and Champa versus AJ Styles and Bob Lashley. Another fun match. Yeah, AJ was isolated for a long time. Oh, man, he was getting the match. shit beat out of him. <laughs> he really was. Wow, um, he was getting wrecked. Yeah. yeah, and the match was sort of stopped because, like, <laughs> because Dexter Loomis. So... And they did sort of like a red herring thing where yeah. like AJ is down by the barricade. And number one, I love Miz adopting Champa's uh, 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 little gimmicks. Like oh, when the they get both thing. get off the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff. Um, I think that's really cute. They make a really, really good team. I love Champa in this role. Um, but yeah, at one point, like uh, AJ finds himself on the outside near the barricade and uh, and a fan tries to grab him. And security very quickly takes him away, and like his hood is removed, and it's not Dexter Loomis, mm-hmm. some other guy. It's, it's probably a an local, indie worker, local competitor. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then a little bit later on, Miz finds himself near the barricade, and a guy who's seemingly working security because he's well, sitting with there like, with his with back a helmet on, though he has like a riot gear helmet on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's got his back to the barricade. He very slowly turns around, takes off the helmet. It's Dexter Loomis, mm-hmm. mayhem. And so like he grabs, <laughs> like me, he grabs uh, Miz by the neck, or he puts him in a choke, and he brings him over the barricade. <laughs> he just walks backwards yeah. with him, and security doesn't do shit about nope. that. Well, I guess the idea and, is that security is occupied by the other guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, so he go he leaves with the Miz. And then, uh, and so the match is basically just done. But AJ and Lashley, they they act like it's still going on. AJ holds up Champa for Lashley to uh, to give him the old spear, and that's uh, that's just kind of it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Miz is going to find himself in the uh, trunk of a car. She talked to oh, ideally Roderick Strong about that. We need uh, to get we need to get a segment where Maurice is going to like a private eye. You know, my husband's been kidnapped in the police. I'm not doing anything about it. There you go. That's good. Yeah. That'd be good. Who stuff. plays the private eye? Who's got a private eye gimmick? How about Bray Wyatt? I could see Bray Wyatt coming back. He can have like a you know like a in uh, full Sherlock Holmes gear. Yeah, that works. Yeah, or like a magnum, magnifying glass, Magnum uh, PI thing. You know, he's got the Hawaiian shirt like he used to. No, back John in the day. John Fear and Loathen has it. It's Drew Gulak. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, that's yeah, a great. I answer. like that. Great that's answer. Good. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, then we got a quick edge Damian Priest video package to hype up the main event. And then we got John. John. Gargano. Come in the ring for a promo, making his return to WWE after nine months off. He says, hey, what a surprise, huh? Says, it's what a been surprise. Nine months since I've been in this ring. I got to remember how to do this. He's talking about talking, talking microphone, to the microphone. So do it this way. Says, first of all, thanks for reminding me who I am. For those who don't know, I'm John Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of a big deal in NXT. Former yeah. champion, former a three-time North American champion, tag champion, first NXT Triple Crown champ, and I won those tag titles in that very building. He says, since I've been gone, there have been some questions about where and when I'd show up again, and I had those same questions myself. He says, for a long time, I wondered if I even wanted to do this anymore, but I remembered one day playing with my son, and I remembered that when I was younger, I had big and possible dreams. He says, I had dreams of becoming Intercontinental Champion, uh, U.S. Champ. And uh, WB champ wrestling at WrestleMania, and it hit me. What type of father would I be if I didn't teach my son that even the biggest, most impossible dreams can come true? If you work hard enough, you can get anything you want out of this life. And as I said when I left, you will never fail if you bet on yourself, and that is what I'm doing tonight. I'm betting on myself, and I'm st- I stand here proud to say that Johnny Wrestling is back in WB, and we're just getting started. And after he says that, he's interrupted by Austin Theory. Yeah, and Theory comes out, and he's, like, beside himself. He's like, is this real? You you know, and John's like, hey, man, how's it going? How's it going? And and so finally Theory gets on the mic, and he says, it's been nine months. A lot's happened in the last nine months. Gargano says, yeah, you know, I've changed a lot of diapers, and uh, you've you've changed a lot, and it's great to see you. And Theory's like, yeah, man, a lot has changed. I've become the youngest United States champion. I competed at WrestleMania already, and with money in the bank, I'm on my way to become an undisputed universal champion. It, it's almost like all the things you dreamed of, I've already done. He says, I can tell. Uh, he says, uh, he, he tells John, he said, I couldn't have done any of it without you. He says, you know, you took me under my wing in NXT. It's almost like now I'm the veteran and you're the rookie. Think about it. You could be my caboose. You can carry my bags. Actually, you can carry money in the bank and hand it to me when I cash in. He says, as good as that sounds, it seems like I can show you the way. He says, or if you don't want to support me like you did, maybe you can just go away. He says, but nobody wants to see that because they love us together. For old time's sakes, like, come on, let, let's do the high five, John. Let's do the high five. And so he does the no look high five. He's like, come on, come on, Johnny, hit me with it. Hit me with it, John. John's getting all revved up. Hit me with it. Hit me, hit me, Johnny. Hit me, Johnny. Johnny hits him with a super kick, lays him out, and then he leaves. Yep. Yep. I loved it. I loved it. it I thought it was great. Segment. Great promo from Gargano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. where do you see this going, man? Where's this going to go? You know, the, you mentioned it during the, the our, our kickoff show, and I agree with it. This is a storyline here to flesh out Theory's character, and it's a good first few to Gargano to walk out with, with, with uh, walk out of uh, on the winning side of. Um, mm, yeah. They'll put on some great matches. They can they can use their history together, and uh, you know, be a good launching pad for Gargano's main roster career. And in, in the process of going through this feud, maybe this is the feud that Theory needs to refocus himself and and stop being 
uh, on the short end of all these matches and all these uh, attacks. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. be the person that brings the fight as opposed to the one that's that's taking the beating. Yeah, yeah. Um, something to note here too. So, and because people in chat have noted this, and I think we we brought up in the in the pre show, but he was getting the "Who's your daddy?" chance. Yeah, and to me, it seemed obvious that the crowd knew. The crowd yeah. understood of this this relationship. They yeah. they followed it. They knew yeah. what it was. Yeah, and it sort of puts to rest for me the old notion that continuity doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That when Vince McMahon would bring people from NXT, and all of a sudden they're a different person. Yep. behaving in a different way. Relationships back then aren't referenced on TV. Uh, championships from NXT aren't referenced on main roster television that, oh, well, less people watch NXT, therefore this is a new thing and, mm-hmm. you know, the majority of people. That's bullshit. Yeah, it that's always bullshit. was. Always was. And it was, it was always bullshit. Um, continuity matters. When you expect people to tune into NXT, then you're buying into the universe. I mean, they love to use the term universe. Mm-hmm. They want to be Marvel. Yeah. But have no At interest least. in any sort of interconnected universe for the most part. Right. Exactly. And now we're going to get that, and you're going to see just how much more fulfilling story-wise that is. And mm-hmm. it's great to see. It is great to see. It is great to see. Also great to see this main event, Damian, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Against, you Your think you know him. Day. I, I think it was twice last night that Jimmy Smith called Edge the Edge. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 He must be a Mr. U2 fan. He must be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, his favorite, f- song is, his favorite song is Lemon. Oh, maybe. That's a good one. Uh, so this is all about. Gave it a ton of time. I know that's a, a broken record phrase here at this juncture, but they get they under Triple H, the matches get time, and it's great to see. And they got a Canadian destroyer too. Yeah, Edge doing a Canadian destroyer. Never thought that would happen. And uh, Corey Graves correctly pointed out the name of the unprettier when Damien hit, hit Priest hit Edge with oh, his best Kill friends. Is a better, finishing is a better names, and that's what Christian refers. But to it's it. actually called the unprettier. Well, I read a thing about. Originally was right. yeah, but the original name was came about because of a joke. If you read what uh-huh. Christian has to say about it, right? Yeah, the unprettier kill switch. So, anyways, yeah, Priest they 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 both hit each other's moves. Damien hitting kill switch. Unprettier. Edge hitting uh, South Ave and choke slam. Mm-hmm, uh, Priest yeah. puts Edge through the announce table with another Razor's Edge. Oh my God, that was vicious. That was. And down towards the finish. So Edge is looking for a sharpshooter. Priest boots him off. And when he boots Edge off, Edge goes into Little Nate, who was referee mm-hmm. for the bout. Little mm-hmm. Nate then tumbles out of the ring to the floor. So Priest hits Edge with a choke slam, grabs a couple chairs. He wants to do a concerto. Edge evades that, rolls out of the ring, trips up Priest, and when he does that, Priest lands on one of the chairs that was in there. Mm-hmm. Edge stomps off piece of chair. He puts Priest in the deal. The deal. That I was love a it. Deep, that was a deep deal, Yeah, it too. was. I love, I love seeing the deal. So he lets go of it. He's looking for a spear. Problem was that when he let go of the deal, he left that piece of chair on the mat, so Priest he grabs it. Yeah. And then as Edge runs for him for a spear, whack, whoop whoop Priest hits him with it. Uh, and then Little Nate gets back in the ring, counts the pin, Edge kicks out. So Priest is looking for uh, Razor's Edge. Edge escapes, hits the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, man. Follows with the spear for the win. So afterwards, Edge is about to hit a concerto on Priest. Rhea and Finn run out. Rhea low blows Edge. Finn follows with coup de gras, picks up chair, 
And then Beth Phoenix, who was watching the match ringside, uh, leaps barricade, grabs the chair from Finn. She gets the ring with chair. She's ready to fight. Yeah, man. She's ready to throw down right there. And 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 uh, Finn and Priest are kind of holding back Rhea. Oh, they have to. They they're yeah. not kind of. They have yeah. to because she is trying to get at Beth. Yeah. Man, this was such a phenomenal fucking finish to Raw. Man, I thought this was so fucking cool. Those women trying to throw at each other, and the dudes having to hold Rhea back because she's about to get she's about to get massacred by Beth Phoenix. Man, so it seems like probably a clash of the castle. We might get Edge and Beth versus uh, Rhea and uh, Finn, maybe. Yeah, or at some point, anyways. Yeah, um, that could be. That's going to be a killer match. I love this segment. Have you noticed also that all the match finishes, man? They're all so well planned out. It's like the sequence. And I know, like, we see it elsewhere, but it's just crazy to see it on a consistent basis now in WWE. That whole bit with Priest trying for the concerto. Yeah. Now he misses that because Edge rolls out and then he grabs his feet. He lands on the chair that was there for the concerto. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit is stuff we didn't really see before. No, nah, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Good stuff. Good show. Yeah, it was it was really good stuff. And that man, that finish, that that was I was geeked out when Rhea was just like, Yeah, go ahead, I'll eat that chair. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was great. I'll eat that chair to get to you. And the guys were like, No, 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 trying to trying to bring her back. Rhea Ripley's on a roll these days. Mm-hmm. Like even Judgment Day, like they're slowly but surely getting them to the point where um where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And uh and Rhea's a, a huge part of that. Absolutely. Um Edges also, Edges you probably mentioned already, but I didn't Edge's gear last night was fucking outstanding. It was great. It was great. It was beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, after the show, Edge dropped a promo. Um, I didn't see and, that. And he said, uh, in a perfect world, next August, when they're back in Toronto, would be his final match. <sighs> no. That's what he said. No, Edge. That's what he said. Well, yeah, he had said something in an interview, I think, recently. I don't know where I was reading this one, but he said when he retired, he felt he had about three years left. Mm -hmm. And so now he's like, he's thinking these three years are going to be it for him, man. I mean, he's given everything he has that fucking racer's edge on the table. I I was kind of surprised he took that. His neck was the thing. And that's where you're kind of, I know. Yeah. You know, you know, he said from the beginning that kind of the, no, the reason he came back is because he wanted uh, his career to end on his terms. Mm-hmm, yeah, and if yeah. he feels like he gets an opportunity to work with the people he wants to work with, put on the matches he wants to put on, have the mm-hmm. moments that he wants to have, and he feels like, all right, I can walk away now content with how my career has yeah. ended. Then yeah, makes yeah. all the sense. Uh, we got a couple questions here. Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Great way to support going in raw. We also offer up some bonus content, ad free audio, uh, and then more rewards there. Uh, also, if you can't make the show live on the Twitch, you can ask your questions via the Patreon. First up, Blake Whitehouse says, which group has more heat? Ju- oh, this nowadays is not even close. He says judgment day or honor no more. Uh, oh, judgment, judgment Day in my day now. Yeah. Judgment Day in my eyes have turned around quite a bit. Oh yeah, um, over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, same, same. Uh, David Matushek, do you think a possible DIY revival may be in the cards? A confrontation and a feud is definitely in the cards. That's happening. Yeah, they'll get involved in some capacity. I, I don't know whether it's a reunion or a feud, but uh, yeah, that's that's All something that they can go back to whenever they whenever they want to. And it's just there. It's just there. Yeah, they can yep. get to they can get to it when they get to it. 
Uh, Die Hard Homer here says, Power rank top five people for Edge to face in the next year. He hasn't yet. Die Hard Homer says top two for for them is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I can't do better than that for top two. Yeah, yeah. Who should be the person that, that Edge has his final Edge. match with? Oh, man. Um... I mean, I'll be honest with you. I could see like the the name you just brought up, Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens is is a bad guy, and and they they allow they they have him be the guy, mm-hmm. like a long ass like several pay per view final feud. Yeah, maybe culminating at Mania, Kevin Owens is the guy to take out Edge. I don't know. That that's sort of the name that comes to mind. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, we've seen yeah. Edge wear a Sami Zayn shirt a couple times, going back to mm-hmm. the, the NXT days. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, uh, Sami Zayn is, is basically a must to have a feud with, at the least a feud. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Nick Kyle says, uh, this is a question my friend keeps on asking me. Why do wrestling matches have so many pinfall kickouts at two rather than one when you know they could kick out at one? You get an extra so, second of rest. In kayfabe, yeah. In kayfabe, I think it could be a couple things. You get more rest, mind games. It's more frustrating, I think, maybe to get the person thinking, oh, I, I got this one. Nope. It depends on the person, though, because if someone hits you with like a really nasty move and you kick out at one, that's oh, going to mess with that person's with head. Fuck with them also, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, for, you know, out of kayfabe, out of the universe, it's just more drama. Although we all know the match probably is going to end unless it's a roll-up or a finisher, you know? Right, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Cameron Bartolazzo, on a scale of 1 to 10, what are the chances we see the Miz tied up and held for ransom next week? I think oh, he's out of, of it by next week. Trunk I think he's. You think he's going to be in the trunk? I think he's going to be out of it by next week. I think he's going to say some fucked up things happened. <clears throat> sort of like what happened to Theory when uh, Loomis kidnapped him. Yeah, right, yeah. Although Theory said that they just sat around and watched TV and ate ice cream or something like that, right? He ate, uh, didn't he eat like a, a sugary cereal or something like that? Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, let's see here. Gregory Mullen, what do you think the ceiling for Gargano is on main roster? It's all about the creative, man. As we saw in NXT, he could be a championship contender. I think he's got, I think there's a lot of Daniel Bryan in that guy. Yep. I think he does I've the underdog always... thing very well. I've always felt that Gargano can be because he's a world class wrestler. Um, I think he's. I think there's the potential there if you really mine for it. You you can be another Daniel Bryan. In which mm-hmm. case, it's world champion. Will he be that? Because there's so much great talent right now. Maybe not, but I think mid card champion is definitely something that he can achieve. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Uh, let's see here. Uh, or, oh, just mentioned that actually. Shavon brought up uh, the Daniel Bryan thing. Um, Moses opposes. Which rivalries would you like to see revisited under the control of Triple H? He brings up Styles versus Nakamura, which is a terrific shout. Yeah, that's a good one. There was a stretch where AJ was just having kind of meh feuds. His feud with Kevin Owens was pretty meh. I wonder how long Samoa Joe assigned with uh, Ring of Honor. Or AEW, rather. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not a five-year deal. <laughs> Maybe it's like a one-year deal. Where has he been recently? He just showed up for that One Ring of Honor show. and then Yeah, uh, no, I, I wonder. I would assume his uh, his obligations for that uh, voiceover thing was complete. 
That would be mean, How much time do you need in a sound booth? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Xavier Gray, what was the point of WWE promoting Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons in the tournament as a tag team if they weren't going to be physically active and physically cleared to compete in Canada? Um, I suspect they were not aware of whatever was happening. I thought I read somewhere that Zoe had uh, like a concussion issue stemming from her heat wave match, but I don't, I don't know that's the case. So I, I read today that Gigi has a concussion because of the match last week. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it's just with wrestling, same thing as always. You know, they they can't predict. Mm-hmm. I think they they aim for something, and and they can't predict that things are going to happen. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Um. Uh, Chill Gaming asks, when do you think Rhea is going to go for the women's title? Uh, dude, if she keeps up on her role, they might pause this whole Bianca taking, uh, taking on all the horsewomen thing <laughs> for Mania next year, and that might be a thing. Or they might do Rhea versus Bianca before then and have Bianca take it back. I don't know, Yeah, yeah. but Rhea's on such a tear lately. Yeah, she's been doing great work. Great Maybe work. she'll win the Rumble and, and win it at Mania. I don't know. Uh, so Carl Reed has a question. He says, Vince got pops even while going through his investigation. Do you think that only applies for him? Or do you think there is still a place in wrestling for formerly popular wrestlers? And he lists off some names. I'm just going to call them the canceled wrestlers that we all sort of know about. Um, I think there's obviously kind of a big difference with uh with Vince because he was in power and his transgressions were uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but I get that there's that Pavlovian response to Vince from the crowd um especially if like a large portion of the crowd isn't really keeping up with what's going on yeah i mean also too with Vince is despite his many faults many uh, a lot of people credit him with creating this company that provided yeah. so much enjoyment and entertainment, yeah. many of them since childhood. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and and so it, part of it is a Pavlovian thing. You hear that the first beginning of No Chance, you get out of your seat, mm-hmm, especially yeah. these days when he, or in recent days when he wasn't on TV a whole lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that the, the situation with Vince is a lot more complex Mm-hmm. In that regard, than maybe some of the other names listed there. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Couldn't put it any better. Um, anyways, that's going to do it for us for now. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, if you are a patron at five dollars and up, if you're a Twitch sub, if you're a YouTube channel member at Stephen Larson on the YouTube, we'll be doing a bonus episode today at three p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's our uh, overrun slash numbers don't lie extravaganza double, double feature. feature. Yes. And uh, today on the Extravaganza Double Feature, we're going to be doing uh, Lex Luger. Yeah. The numbers don't lie. Yeah. Do you, want, on overrun, do you want to do a tier ranking like to, today? Uh, let's wait for next week. I want to get back to those. Let's wait for yeah. next week because I'll have Very my well. whole setup. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. And I need to d- get that done. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, I had another idea. It was, uh, I don't know. It was like, uh, oh, it was like going to be, pa- I want to sort of reexamine who could take the titles off Roman. Oh, okay. Power rank. Who could take titles off of Roman? Gotcha. Right, exactly. We'll give our reasons for that. You guys can chime in as well if you want to hang out with us. 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you get that Twitch sub or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, $5 and up. Or click that join button 
youtube.com slash Stephen Larson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and the notify bell. And, of course, if you're listening to this in the audio realm, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. All those five-star ratings really, really do help us. Chart. They do. They do. On the uh, on the podcast charts. Charts. So, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.